I took my mother to stay with one of her sisters and came to open the school. I suppose I should have closed it for the day, but father would have been cross had there been some reasonable explanation for his not coming home. Besides, I didn't know what else to do, especially as Sir Joseph sent word to say he had ordered all his men out to make inquiries about him. Sir Joseph Saul was lord of Penrice Manor, and a senior magistrate for the district was responsible for appointing parish constables and the maintenance of law and order. Despite all her efforts, tears were streaming down her cheeks as she asked, Where was he found, and where is he now? Does anyone know what happened? Mitchell seemed more at ease now he was no longer under the scrutiny of the young pupils, but instead of answering her questions, he asked, What time was it usual for your father to end his classes in the evening? That depended upon what he happened to be teaching and how hard the boys had been working. If they had been fishing or working a shift in the mine, they sometimes had difficulty staying awake. But as they each paid fivepence a week for their lessons, they expected value for their money. Father never liked to end too early, but he would not keep them after ten o'clock. You said he always came straight home. Are you quite certain of that? Of course I am. Sometimes if I had nothing else to do, I would come to Charlestown to meet him, and we would walk home together. Her voice broke, and apologetically Mitchell asked, Your home being the cottage and the grounds of Sir Joseph Saul's home at Penrice. He accepted her nod as a reply, and after a few minutes she added, Sir Joseph had the schoolhouse built for my father, and let us have the cottage rent-free, because he is keen that as many local children as possible— should receive an education. But you still haven't answered my questions. Where was my father found? How did he die? And why didn't I find him when I was looking for him last night? Was he taken off by someone after an accident on the road home? No. Talwin had formed the impression that the parish constable was reluctant to go into details about the death of her father, and it made her more determined than ever to learn exactly what had happened. But the constable was asking yet another question. Did your father always take the same route home? Or might he have taken the path that goes along the edge of the cliffs? Not in the dark, Talwin replied. It would have been far too dangerous. Then perhaps he might have arranged to meet someone there, the constable persisted. There would have to be a very good reason for him to go anywhere near the cliffs after dark. It was something he always warned me against when I was a young girl. He certainly would not have gone home that way. Why do you ask? Is that where he was found? Yes, the constable eventually admitted. Sadly, his body was discovered by the Coast Guard, on the rocks at the foot of the cliffs. Another half an hour and the tide would have come in and carried him away, probably never to be recovered. Talwin shuddered at the image conjured up by his words, but there were still things that needed to be said and questions to be asked. Father would have had no reason to be anywhere near the cliffs. He always came straight home to talk about the next day's lessons with me, so that I would not be too late going to bed. I need to be up in plenty of time to open the school and prepare everything before the girls arrive for their lessons. No, Mr. Mitchell. If he went to the cliffs instead of coming straight home, something must have been happening there. Something unusual, which he believed was important enough for him to break his routine. Are you aware of anything that might have been going on there last night? Evasively, Constable Mitchell said, 
That's a question you will need to put to the Coast Guard, Miss Kernow. Something was going on, I believe, but they keep such things to themselves. You mean my father probably went to see what was happening and slipped over the cliff? She shuddered at the thought of it. Was the cliff high at that point? I mean, is it possible he was lying injured at the foot of the cliff for a long time? The tears began once more, and embarrassed, Mitchell said, No, Miss Kernow, that's one thing I can tell you for certain. He wouldn't have suffered at all. In fact, he would have been dead before he went over the cliff edge. You see, somebody shot him. The aging wooden stairs of the old house in Great Scotland Yard gave warning of the approach of someone making their way to the attic room. Here, Detective Constable Amos Hawke was fighting a losing battle against...